0: Hello, oh, and uh, welcome back to another edition of Excerpts from Aesthetical Sermons, where uh, each week we examine snippets from the vast canon of Joris Plank's work. Uh, I thought we might uh, hear another story, uh, if only to appreciate the scope of Joris's storytelling abilities. <coughs> Uh, last week, uh, we had heard his rendition of The Three Little Pigs, which we can all agree was full of narrative brilliance and pathos. But, uh, despite your impressions, I can assure you that not all of his tales are rendered with such clarity. In fact, uh, some are downright exasperating. <coughs> not that I'm complaining. Uh, but, uh... This week, to contrast with the coherence of our last broadcast, uh, I thought we should discuss his somewhat abridged telling of the Trojan War, which he manages to reduce to a mere um, one, two, three, four, five sentences, which is uh, certainly a monumental feat in and of itself. But, well, I, I say five sentences, but... Uh, Thomas splice really can do wonders if left uh, untethered, as Joris tends to leave it. But uh, if you're like me, and uh, and I know you all are, I'm sure you're well accustomed to it by now. So uh, uh, enjoy.
1: Your daughter's liquid insides were spread upon an altar to Poseidon. And imagine the aspect of your wives, the queen's face, as you dedicated the sacrifice to ten years of war. Ten years of blooded and savagery, and spears piercing jaws and ribs, and rapacious men and their many parables. And great machines of destruction. And in their wake, heaps of fallen soldiers, flowering as their festering wounds bloom to great bollocks of flies. Ten years of venomous against foreign men and ten years of incensed incantations to inconstant gods and their constant attacks on our fevered brains and pained hearts that yearn for glory as they do for omnisexual passions. Such was Achilleus's heart and wrathful brain. Those actions to this day, we celebrate by dragging men in our own time through the streets behind horses until they are nothing more than tatters. And why not? Such was his celebrity, that even after death, gods and men wept and adorned his corpse with flowers plucked from the fields watered in their comrades' heel and they strummed upon the lyre epic chants lasting many weeks, and kissed him, his body black and bloated and raking through meat, which caused the children to scream. imagine all this and gasp, my fellow congregants. I beseech you to fret not, for the screaming children were all slapped by their parents for this impropriety.
0: <laughs> A fascinating interpretation. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, fascinating, if, if only for the rather novel takeaway that is presented there at the end. Uh, which is to say, it's it's not about what war teaches us, but uh, about what happens to those children at the end who fail to worship the tale's famous hero, Achilles. And well, in many ways, uh, I think Joris may be spot on with this evaluation. I mean, just the other day, my my dear son, Philip, was slapped by one of his teachers for insulting the work of a Kenya West. So it would seem that, to some degree, Joris is correct in identifying the true legacy of the Trojan War. That of slapping students. Well, uh, again... uh, We'd normally take this time to thank our sponsors, but. Uh, as we mentioned last week, we're currently lacking any, so. Uh, so, again, if you. If you know anyone that, uh, even out of some perverse curiosity, would like to sponsor excerpts from Aesthetical Sermons, do let them know that we are able and willing to advertise their services each week on our show. That's it for this week. So, in the words of the chief zealot, drink nectar and go penniless into the crowd.